Welcome to the Tell It Abs It Is podcast, your home for everything Colorado Avalanche on the Hockey Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Griffin Youngs and Christian Boulay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Griffin Youngs, joined by Christian Boulay. As always, as we continue our player review slash preview series for this offseason, McKinnon, Rantanen, and McCarr in the books. And now we are just going to get down into the nitty gritty with the offense with perhaps, for my money, just one of my favorite players on this entire team, our Terry Lekkinen. I love this guy so much. I love the way he plays. I love his game. I loved when we acquired him and I loved the step he took this season. Yeah, you said gritty. I think he is the grittiest player on the team. Like he just will do all of the work that is asked of him, and he will do it with not a smile on his face because I don't think that dude ever smiles. But he will do the work, and this was really his coming out party this year. I don't think anyone envisioned him playing on the top line, but he was such a good fit with McKinnon and Rantanen on there that you couldn't take him off of it. Yeah, it was one of the things we discovered in the Stanley Cup run is that, oh, Lekkonen works really well with yeah. McKinnon in a pinch. And then it just kind of happened to, to stay that way for the entire season because outside of Evan Rodriguez, there really wasn't any other option to put up on the top line. But he thrived in that role this season. And if it wasn't for him breaking his hand against the Habs in March, he probably would have hit over 60 points this yeah. season. I was happy that he came back with a few games left and managed to, to get to 50 before the end of it. But even my my highest expectations for Lekkonen, I think maybe my highest would have had him at this. But when we acquired him, I was like, this is such a great middle six option. Yeah, it is. And he's been just rock solid. And we talk about good contracts. Um, my dog's laid on my my uh, cord. I don't want my mic to unplug. Um He's just such like that contract. We we talked about it. That is just another great value contract that McFarland and Joe Sackick signed with the uh, Arturi Lekkonen. And if he's going to be a top six forward, that is some great money to be invested in because it's what four point five. Yep, four point five for five years, and we are one year in. So you still have four years of Arturi Lekkonen at four <laughs> and a half. One of my favorite memories after the Cup run was he he signs that deal. And it wasn't that long after I got home. It was like maybe a week after I got home, Lekin yeah. signs that deal for four and a half for five. And I remember just coming on here and being like five years yeah. for Lekin. I thought he was going to get at most two. My favorite part of that was when you texted it to me and it was a, uh, I think it was a finished tweet. And I had to translate the tweet to get the contract details. And I'm like sitting there on, on a beach and I'm like, the fuck is this dude sending me of another language, dude? Like, and I was like, oh, okay, good. Arturi I didn't want to spoil the surprise. Yeah. Like it was, it was good. And this year he proved to be worth every penny of that. And he is just, he's one of those guys on a hockey team that he's just a glue guy. You need three or four Arturi Lekkonen's on your team because he, he does everything great. Like, would you say there's anything he's a lead at? Not really. No, but he's good at everything. Like that's what you need. And he occasionally busts out like a nice little wrist shot, but that's just, that's the occasional thing. Um, And it helped. I mean, when you're playing with the players that he's playing with, he doesn't need to be great. He just needs to be in the right spot at the right time and do what he's told to do. And that's what he does. Yeah. Like you said, he just does everything really well. 
And his motor is is second to none on this team. He's not the biggest dude. Like he's like barely six feet tall, 180 pounds. Like he's my size, basically, just with a little less weight. And he <laughs> kills every role that he's in on this team. And th- again, just so few things that he does wrong. Defensively, very strong. Offensively, took a massive step. Ever since he got here, took a massive step with this team offensively. This is a guy whose career high was his third season where he scored 31 points. And his career high in goals was his rookie season when he had 18. This year he has 21 goals and then he has 51 points. He's playing power play time and being productive there. He's shorthanded and productive there. Even strength, he's productive. There's just no role that you can plug Arturi Lekkanen into that he he can't produce in. He had 20 points on the power play. He had 30 points at even strength. He had a shorthanded goal this season. He had three game-winning goals this season. He shot 14%. He's just so reliable in every aspect of the game. And I loved him ever since we got him. My love for him only grows more with every game. And he he's very quickly at the top of my list of favorite abs. I love this guy so much. Yeah, I'm glad I got his jersey. But, I mean, you look at the the 80 games he's played with the abs, he's at 60 points. So, I mean, for for what you got him for, that is pretty good production. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. did you expect when we got Lekin in, in 80 games, he would have 60 points? Um, You were pretty high on him, and you talked me into, like, buying into the Lecky hype. So I was pretty high on him. Um. Did I think he gets 60? No, I thought he'd be a good third line winger. And he's turned into so much more than that. Yeah, he's turned into a piece that like I cannot imagine this team being without. Like, yeah, you gave up Justin Barron in that trade. I'd trade more for Lekkanen just yeah. for how and just for how important he is on this team and the role that he's developed into. He's almost become irreplaceable. He's become such an important, like you said, glue guy on this team that if when he was hurt, you legitimately struggled to replace him. And thankfully you had Evan Rodriguez last year. You don't have that this time. Yeah. You're genuinely going to need like to be healthy because now he's not a depth option. He's like one of the few things holding up your left wing depth. Well, he's a top six forward now. He's the top, he's the top yeah. left winger on this team. Yeah. Right. He is, he is very integral to this team. And Again, with like the injury that like there was nothing. You know, Puck literally hit his hand and it broke yeah, his hand. He like, broke he, his hand in, it, in a game where he already had two goals. Yeah, he he would have probably played eighty plus games. Like he was on track to. Um, and then you literally took a puck to the hand and broke his hand. Like, yeah, uh, correct uh, me if I'm wrong, but like, did he miss any games before that? No, he had. Yeah, like he was on track for a full eighty-two game season. But yeah. that's just what I mean when it's like a full eighty-two games. Things happen. You take a puck to the hand. And even then, he still didn't even miss 20 games. He came back right before the end because he was sitting at 49 yeah. at that point at the end of the season. I would have just felt awful if he didn't get there. But he comes back in with two games left, and he got two points against Winnipeg. That's what it was. He got he got 20 against the Habs when he broke his hand. He had three points that night. He had nine minutes. He had three points in that game. And then he got two points against the Jets that pushed him to 51. Yeah, he, he's he's good, man. He, he's really good. And correct me if I'm wrong, didn't he score on like the play where he broke his hand? Like he scored a goal on that play, if I remember. Yeah, like, yeah, I think it, it went yeah, off he his did. hand and into the net. He into broke the net. his hand. He, didn't he finish the game? I'm pretty sure he oh, did. No, 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 he didn't finish the game. No, but, he didn't finish. He yeah. left after that period. Yeah. But like the, he is he is so important to this team. And we just need him to 
again, I'm not asking him to play 82. If he can play 75 games, that's a dream for me. Yeah. And it, anything Lekkanen does for me is a dream. And then he comes back in the playoffs too. One of the underrated parts of the playoffs, like as bad as that series was, Lekkanen was one of the few players that was really good. Yeah, and really, he did it with a broken foot. Yeah. And he was really, really good in that series against Seattle. Got leaned on for heavy minutes in that series. Put up six points in seven games, including three goals. And when you compare that to a lot of other people in the lineup, that is significant. Yeah, he was he was solid, man. I, I didn't even realize he had six points. Yeah, he's just that reliable, that consistent. He's working so hard on every shift. Even when Lekkanen doesn't have his best games, you can't watch him and say he's not trying. He yeah. gives it his all. Dude, look look at his time on ice from the start of the series to the end. He starts with game one, he played 17 minutes, and by game seven, he played almost 23. Yeah. Like, like that, that's just how leaned on he was at this point in the season. Yeah. Bednar trusts him because it like I consider him and Val like different players, but they their play style is very similar. Right. If that like because Val is obviously bigger, faster, stronger, but Lecky plays the exact same. Like if Lecky was as big and as strong and as fast as Val, he could potentially be one of the best players in the world. It's like I am. I don't know if this is going to make sense. Like Lecky is more fluid of a player than Val yeah. does. Val, we we call him the train for a reason. He goes through people. Lecky is a lot more of a slippery player. But like th- their play style is the same. Where they're going to be ferocious on the forecheck. They're going to hound you all the way up the ice and they're going to do it for every shift they play. And even if Lekkanen's offensive game isn't there, you can still count on him to be responsible defensively. Right. Like that's what I mean. Like the fact you got 51 points in a season where he missed 18 games. That's incredible. Cause especially for what Lekkanen brings outside of putting pucks in the back of the net is so unbelievably valuable that I would have been happy if he scored 40 points this season, even with that contract, because he's worth every single penny of that. He is the kind of player that you need on a Stanley Cup contending team. And look at his resume in the playoffs. Two goals, his, two goals to send his team to the, the Stanley Cup final and a Stanley Cup winning goal. Not many people can say that, but the Avs have two of those guys now with Ross Colton now too. So yeah. um, I, I, I really... Like it's tough to look and predict what Lekkanen's going to do next year, uh, just because he did shoot fourteen percent last year. Uh, that's a pretty high shooting percentage. Um, I mean, and I mean, his shooting percentage has been up recently. Earlier right. in his career, it really drags it down. Like when he was scoring eleven, he was at like six point two, yeah. and like shooting nine because he also wasn't just shooting a lot in Montreal. But then he comes to Colorado and then shoots thirteen percent in sixteen games and then 14% this season on 150 shots. Right. So it's, I don't know if he's going to shoot 14, but like 11, what, what does that put him at? Like 18, 19 goals? Yeah, I I still expect Lekkanen with the role he's going to play to probably still be a 20-goal scorer in around that 18 to 22 range in goals by the end of the season just because he's going to be relied on. Because, again, there's not going to be a Gabe Landeskog and – there's not even an Evan Rodriguez this time. He is guaranteed top six minutes. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get his chance on the power play. I mean, last year he had 20 power play points, so almost half of his points were power play points. So that's going to help. But he did shoot the puck almost a career high this past year. So 
is there a way he can get to 25 goals in a year? Do you think? I think that'd be, that, that is his peak is the best season. Artery Lekin will ever have will be 25 goals I in, think that's- in that area. And maybe that's this season. I mean, he's not super young anymore. He's what? 28 now. And he'll be, he's a fresh 28. He turned 28 last month. So he's in his prime right now. He's and if he's ever, old? I, I thought he was way younger, but he was, so drafted, did I. I, I think he was drafted the same year as Burakovsky. I think that yeah, was he's 2013. Yeah, he's a 2013 draft. He was the second round pick that year of the Habs, obviously. But yeah, huh. it right. felt like one year of those guys were prospects, and now they're in the the prime of their careers and almost pushing thirty yeah, he's, at this he's point. The same age as me too. This is just weird, man. Um, but yeah, you're right. He, he's not. He's in the peak right now. So if he can get to 25 goals this year, I think that'd be probably the best he'll ever do. Yeah, and I'm not going to expect 25 goals from him because again. He's not a he's not a pure goal scorer, and any goals that you get from Artari Lekkinen on top of the energy he brings into the, the the roster every single game is just money in the bank at that point. Everything Lekkinen does to me is is just money in the bank, yeah, without a doubt. He is he's one of my favorite players to watch, um, and I'm interested because you look at next year he's he's got to be the top left wing, but who's going to be the right wing? Are they going to put Rantanen up there, or is it going to be Duran? I mean, we'll, we'll have to see. I imagine it's going to start Duran with McKinnon and maybe Rantanen, but I am I imagine Lekkonen's going to find his way up on that line eventually. Because I just think it makes more sense to, I don't know, like Lekkonen, McKinnon, Nachushkin, for some reason just doesn't stick with me as a, a, a great line a lot of the time, because I feel like, like you've said, Nachushkin and Lekkonen kind of serve the same purpose sometimes. On the PK, Lekkonen and Nachushkin are fucking awesome. Yeah, because when when we traded for Lekkonen, there was that time where I just thought you don't ever split these two up. But this season we saw more. It's like maybe it is sometimes best yeah. to, to have them apart. Hey, everybody. Hope you've been enjoying this episode so far. Interrupting to bring you a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN to bet $5 and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.org. In New York, Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of the Boot Hill Casino and Resort. In West Virginia, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or fit or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in Connecticut. Help is available for gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per game. Eligible opt-in required. Max bet 50 10 leg reg for 100% boost eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply terms at draftkings.com slash baseball terms. Now back to the episode. Yeah. W- without a doubt it is. So I, 
I just, it's going to be interesting to see what you do. Cause I, I agree with you. I think they will probably start with Duran on that top pair or that top line, but I think Lekkonen just works so well with McKinnon and it's, it's just, just, it's the thing about Lekkonen is like, he's going to work no matter where you put him. He's not just a product of Nathan McKinnon. I mean, it helps to be on Nathan McKinnon's line. Let's make no mistake on that subject, but Lekkonen is not going to struggle in whatever role you put him in. Like, even you look towards next season, if Landeskog comes back and is on that top line, Lekkonen's going to have no problem being on the second line and maybe even sometimes being bumped down the third. That was one of the great things about acquiring him is like he can play anywhere, anywhere. and play exactly the game you need him to play. If you asked him to play fourth line minutes and just go out there and grind and steal pucks and frustrate people, he can do that. If you want to put him on the top line with Nathan McKinnon, you just saw he can absolutely do that. Yeah, he can absolutely do that. So I'm, I. Could you imagine him playing third line minutes? Put yeah, Arturi Lekkinen on the third line. <laughs> it's what made it's what made the 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 cup winning team so unbelievably special. Is that like you could just do that? You could either have him or Burakovsky on the second line and bump one of them down. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. with the salary cap, you don't get that kind of yeah, damn salary cap. More, but that is like you just said. He he can do anything. You can play him anywhere and he'll do, he'll be productive in all of those minutes. I don't want him to play less minutes. I want him to play as many minutes as possible because he is, it's weird because I think why I like him so much on the top line is even though he's tinier, he is a good net front presence with yeah. McKinnon and Ranton. Like he has no problem going in the middle of the ice and getting fucking slashed, taking pucks. Like he can do all of that stuff. He's fearless. So that's why I don't know if I necessarily want to see that because if you put Duran up there, who's going to be the net front presence on that line? I don't know. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that stuff when we get to, to Jonathan Drewan, but Lekkinen is going to be relied on a lot this season. And I think we'll see how much that's to his benefit because I feel like one of the best parts about Arturi Lekkinen is when you can put him underneath an elite line right. and then you just throw him out there on top of that as well and allow yourself to spread out your depth. We'll see what happens when there's no other choice yeah. because I have high expectations for Lekkinen, but right now you're kind of, you're kind of taking away the options right now, unless Jonathan Drouin just turns into a great partner for Nathan McKinnon. It's going to have to be Lekkinen. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting, but I, I want Arturi Lekin to play as many minutes as possible. That's just where I'm at. I want him to play as many minutes as yes, possible. There's never a bad reason to have Lekin in on the ice, whether yeah. you're shorthanded, you're on the power play, even strength, defending a one-goal lead, trying to tie a game. There's no situation where you can look at Arturi Lekin and be like, yeah, maybe, maybe this one's not for you. Yeah, <laughs> that, is, that is, it's it's just the way he is, man. And I love it. I love it. Yeah, he's great. I mean, I feel like there's only really so much you can say about Lekkonen at a certain point because there's just there's so few downsides to his game, it feels like sometimes. Like, yeah, maybe he's not the greatest skater ever sometimes, but even then, still pretty quick, got nice foot speed. He's not elite in any category. He's just he's a perfect jack of all trades. Yeah. I mean, he's I feel like this upcoming year he's gonna have to be more relied on, on the penalty kill uh than he than he was uh last year because I think Evan was talking about how much penalty killing players they lost. I think Lekkonen's going to have to be more integral in that, and that could take away some of his offensive production. Uh, so I'm interested to see how he handles that. Yeah, I mean, him and Nachushkin are probably going to be the top guys on the penalty kill. I mean, 
Obviously, Logan O'Connor, we'll get to him, and Andrew Cogliano, but the penalty kill is going to be an interesting thing to keep an eye on next year. Yeah, for sure, because it's it, it's just going to be – because I'm they took him off a little bit more, I think, because since he was playing with that top pay, top line, they didn't want to tire him out for his shifts with McKinnon and Rantanen. But you look at it this year, I really do think he's going to have to play a lot more penalty time, penalty kill time than we're, yeah. than we're thinking. I imagine his minutes are probably going to get a bump as a result. He's probably going to be – Forward wise, probably top three most nights. Yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine. But like, what, what are you thinking? What are you thinking for him next year? What, what, what's a what's a guess for him? I feel like a pretty similar season to the one he just had. I mean, you give him the extra eighteen games. I mean, maybe he comes close to twenty five points and sixty points. I feel like I've I just love him so much that I'm going to give him that. I'm going to say he comes close to sixty. I don't know if it'll be sixty exactly. But I'm going to give him 24 goals and 58 points this season. I think that's fair. I I think he's going to be right around 20 goals again. I think he's going to see a little bit of dip in points just because of that penalty kill time, I think. I don't know. He's playing with McKinnon and Ranston. I think he's right around the 53-54 point plateau. I I think that's where he's going to end up at. Yeah. And that's going to be totally fine if you have him playing with McKinnon and Ranston, who both are probably going to have 100 points. Yeah, I think at his peak, I think 60 points is definitely on the table. I mean, if he doesn't get hurt, he probably hits yeah. 60 points last year. So it's it's not crazy to say. Right. And you look you look at his points per game last year. He was fifth on the team in points per game, 0.8 points per game behind only Nachushkin, Makar, Rantanen, and McKinnon. It's on the table for him to do 100%. Absolutely, Absolutely it is. Um, I, I just – the only reason I'm, like, hesitant about it is I just – I don't know if they're going to try and force feed Juan down our throats. You know what I mean? I mean, we'll find out very quickly yeah. how much Jonathan Druan can handle. And I want Druan to succeed because if he right. does, that allows you to bump Lekkanen down to the second line or on some nights bump him back up to the top line if Druan can play second line minutes and have him be that utility knife. Where I Because I feel like that's the role he thrives in is yeah. being the guy – that solves problems on any line. You throw him on any line and you know, you do not have to worry about him. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's probably right. Like I just, we're going to have to see what, what, what happens this upcoming. And we're going to find out quick in training camp too, like what, right. what the lines are going to be. But because if he's not playing with McKinnon for a majority of the season, it, I think it's fair to say his point totals are going to drop. Yeah, his point his points probably yeah. will drop. I mean, there's a pretty sizable gap between Nathan McKinnon and Ryan Johansson. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think we need to delude ourselves on that. Yeah. So, but I also like Johansson, Lekkinen, and Nachushkin could be a pretty disgusting line. Could be, could be. <laughs> but that also depends when we talk about Val. What 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 to expect from Val? Because we we don't know where his headspace going to be. Yep. So I, I'm I'm excited for Lekkinen to have another good year. I just worry that he may not get the top line minutes that helped him get so many points and even then it's like the only thing that's really affecting might just be his points at the end of the day because his play is going to be the same his value is always going to be there whether it's reflected directly in his points or not anyone who watches this team knows how important Arturi Lekkinen is regardless yeah uh it's fair but it's I I just I want him to play like 25 minutes a game but I know that's not feasible I wish we had more Arturi Lekkinen yeah 
if we had like, do you think honestly, like if it was a team of just Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr, Miko Rantanen, and like the defenseman and the rest of the forwards are just our Trey Lekin, do you think that's still a playoff team? I think that's a cup team. <laughs> yeah, they're winning the cup of that. That that lot just line four of Arturi Lekkinen's going against any other team's fourth line. They would just wear you the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, that would be it's the best depth in the NHL. And then you get <laughs> you get to the clinching games in the playoffs and you score 20 goals because every single one of them is just clutch. Dude, I should put that into the uh, NHL simulator and just do a team of Arturi Lekkinen's and see yeah, what it's happens. A pure team of Arturi Le- no team would work harder. They're the, they're the Islanders on crack. I, I think I'm going to do that when, when we're done with this. I'm going to go plug that in and just have a team of Arturi Lekkinen's, and that's all it is. That would, be, that would be my dream team. I, I've i said it so many times on this episode, I cannot get enough of Arturi Lekkinen. Do you I, like Arturi Lekkinen or Berkey more? Berkey. I mean, Berkey's okay. my, my childhood guy. You okay. Know, you know, his jersey's hanging on my wall. But for Avs on the team right now, Lekkinen, Lekkinen's up there for sure. Okay. I, I can get down with that. It's just going to be uh, – it, it's – I would just wonder what would happen because that team, like you said, would work harder than anyone. I don't know if – like they would just score the greasiest goals of all time. Yeah. Like there would be very little skill involved, just be a scrum in front of the net and our, like three Arturi Lekkonens are in the back of the net. <laughs> it's going to be a goal. Yeah, I I just want to see Lecky continue to do what he's been doing because in his short time with the Abs, he's been nothing short of remarkable. Yeah, he he has surpassed even my very high expectations yeah. for him. When we acquired him, I was all over it. Even I didn't see this for yeah. him. Like he's um, been such a godsend. And he's just so like when we got him from Montreal, like I knew we were getting a good player, but I was a little hesitant because they traded Baron in a second for him. Right. Like you're a little hesitant because Baron was this highly talented prospect. And what you got back, like, yeah, Baron, I think, is still going to be a solid NHL defenseman, but he's not going to bring you what Arturi Lekkonen brings you on a nightly basis. Yeah. So we like also kind of fleeced the haps for him. We kind of did. Baron might be on the team this year, and that second-round pick is this one's, right? This coming yes. draft? Yes. And so, like, is that going to be anything close to Arturi Lekkonen? It's like I said, I would have been fine trading. In retrospect, I would have been fine with trading more. Just because of how important Lekkonen's become, to you could trade a first for him. I would have been like, yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, like at the time, we would have been like, oh, that's a lot. But even that, like, I remember at the time, I was like, yeah, you trade a first for Arturi Lekkonen. That guy is good and will be good on this team. Maybe we keep making trades with the Habs because I still feel like that new hook trade is going to be more of a fleece for us than it was for them. Yeah, we'll see how well that one ages. But I love making trades with the Habs. Yeah, Just making trades with the Habs is fun. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, anyway, but I've, I got nothing more for this one. I don't think so either. I mean, we could literally gush for another 40 minutes. Just like, remember how cool Arturi Lekkinen is? Like, he's pretty yeah. great. But yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I think we're good for this one. So thank you all so very much for tuning in to another edition of the Teledabs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. When you hear from us again, we'll be talking about Val Nichushkin. You can use promo code TELEDABS, it is, on SeatGeek for $20 off your first order of $50 or more. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at GYoungsNHL. You can follow Christian at Christian underscore Belay. And you can follow the show at TELEDABS, it is. But again, thank you all so very much for tuning in, and we will catch you all next time. But until then, let's go ABS. <laughs>